quick plug before the episode begins. Dog Fleet, the uh, stage show that I co-wrote with Rory Panagatopoulos about crime-fighting alien dogs from outer space, uh, is is playing this Wednesday, Wednesday, May 9th, 2012, at the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater in New York City. If you haven't seen it yet, it's a hilarious show with some of your favorite comedians in it, dressed up like dogs, dressed up like wasps. Uh, there's a lot of uh, fart sound effects, and it's a great time. We hope to see you there this Wednesday, May 9th, at the UCB Theater Dog Fleet. I'll see you there. Enjoy the episode. Hey, guys, you want to start playing the song? Well, it's that episode, not that episode, not that episode. It's that episode. It's that episode with Craig Rowan. Welcome to It's That Episode. Um, Every week I have a guest come over to my apartment and watch any TV show they choose any episode of any TV show. Today, I'm very happy to have Sarah Schaefer in the house. Hello. Yay. Yay. You might know Sarah as a stand-up or from her own podcast, You Had to Be There. Mm-hmm. And now she's here. She's queer. Get used <laughs> to it. I'm not, well, I'm not a lesbian, but okay. I am, a, I'm queer, like, as in I'm weird. You're weird. And You're- I support the LGBT community. Community. Well, that's, <laughs> you're here representing them. But I just want everyone to know I'm not gay. I am not gay. Please. Not that there's anything wrong with it, but I'm not um, gay. She's here. She's queer. She's not gay. Get used to it. Um, <laughs> I'm very excited to have you here, Sarah. Yeah, um, me too. Uh, what, uh, what show did you decide to watch today? I chose one of my favorite shows uh, of all time, Fraggle Rock. Classic Jim Henson uh, production. I'm a huge Jim Henson Muppets fan. Yes. Um, and Fraggle Rock was probably one of the more important of his things that he did that hit me. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe because it was, I think it was on in my prime. Right. Like in the early 80s. I think it's sort of like 82, 83 to 87. Yeah. In that, that time period of like being a kid. Right. And, and that was a kid show for kids and I was really into it. Because um, the Muppets were kind of Older, older, but but I had watched the Muppets a lot, like on on tape and stuff, and my parents were into them. So this was like Muppets for me, you know. Um, and um, I really liked it. And I actually have watched a few episodes. Uh, someone bought me the DVD set, nice, a while back, and I watched a few episodes and realized that it is um, not only a great show for kids, but we could learn a lot from each episode. Well, that's what I'm so. <laughs> it is pretty didactic. I watched an episode probably within the year and i and then just reading the synopsis of this so the episode you chose is called the river of life yes and i guess we're just it's all about environment the environment this is like the hippiest right dippiest liberal progressive show and i'm i don't know if i i, I obviously didn't realize that when i was and watching you hate the up. environment so, I do. So I am a Republican. Um, yeah, so like this this plot, the episode you chose is called The River of Life, and I read this synopsis. It says, when Fraggle Rock's water supply is contaminated by the silly, silly creatures, creatures. <laughs> and this is where it gets even better, only Boober can save the day. <laughs> Doc contemplates allowing industrial waste to be stored in the limestone caves below, much to Sprocket's dismay. So mm. that's like... They don't even it's they don't even uh, like sugarcoat it and give the stuff fake names. It's just uh, 
you know, industrial waste yeah. and uh, and water supplies contaminated. This is like definitely a a green episode, very green friendly. Rock. Yeah. So this is and this is probably. I mean, I don't know. I was young in the eighties, but I'm guessing this is before environmental stuff was as big it as was, it is now. Um, it was starting to when I was around the age of. 10 to 13 was when like earth day like save the earth recycle stuff was starting yeah um and i was super into that stuff i was probably i think i'm maybe a couple years younger than you and uh we had probably at the same time because we had like Mm a in my elementary school we had um like every year fifth graders would have a play Mm -hmm. but then for our year they stopped they didn't do a play they just did a environmental sort of like show with, <laughs> yeah it, like they do like wizard of oz before us and then ours was called i forget what it's called but we had songs about um there was a, a song called driving miss lazy which uh-huh. was about don't drive by yourself either take a bus or yeah. a carpool and then there was one called um it's about brushing your teeth and turning the water off and it was, the course was um turn it off when you brush it's a five gallon rush turn it <laughs> off <laughs> Um, that's that is when i was in middle school and they did some it was like i don't remember it was a school play but only a few kids were in it It was like a side project like a pet project of the teacher and it was called acid rainbow and it was very samuel (laughs) beckett-esque like i'm not kidding it was a weird experimental play but it was about the environment and i was in it i was very into it oh you were one of the uh, selected few yes i was in the special i I don't even remember what the whole point of it was, but it was we. I just remember it being really weird. Did you was were the people that were picked were they the teachers' favorites? Um, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. I was definitely sweet. one of those. I was picked for one of those things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, I just I love Fraggle Rock too because of uh. It's the characters, and there's like different races. Right. There's yes. the Fraggles. There's the Doozers. The Doozers, which are the small, those little guys, little which are really cute, which are really fun looking. Yeah. They're yeah. They're really so looking. soft looking, and their little noses and stuff, and they they make those clear, like, like blocks, like cube that, they, that the Fraggles eat. <laughs> and then and then there's the real people. The, yeah. The there's the god the the guy outside that they sort of live in his house doc. and the dog and doc is it doc yeah doc maybe doc and sprocket is doc the dog and sprocket's the dog and then there's the then there's the 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 outdoor on the other side of her oh, right. rock They're with the those big guys. those big monster guys and they have a trash heap called marjorie who i did not realize until watching this as an adult is a compost heap ah why didn't they just call her the compost heap because I don't know if composting was like a thing that mainstream people knew about but back they then. I guess they probably used it to teach. I thought you were going to say, <laughs> I don't know, this obviously wouldn't make sense, but like Marjorie the Trash Heap, who was actually a whore. <laughs> she <laughs> like, was actually a whore. <laughs> this uh, is a little known fact. <laughs> she took care of the fraggles. You, what you didn't know is, yeah, like on, on the deleted <laughs> scene, she had sex with the fraggles for money. <laughs> Yeah, Jim Henson was awesome. This was, I guess, he like one of his things was teaching kids, uh-huh. and this is obviously one of those things that when you probably watch it as a kid. I mean, I I was young, but I remember watching it that I probably didn't realize how preachy it was. Yeah, but um, I'm excited to see. And why did you actually choose this episode? Um, because it involves all of the different um, elements of the Fraggle Rock world. Each race we get to see in this episode, right? And um, 
I like that it involves this is in the last season of the show mm-hmm. or the couple last seasons when in the beginning they don't the fraggles don't really venture into the outside world right. that much except for the uncle right i think in the first episode which is the one i watched fairly recently he it's the first time anybody has ever ventured out of the fraggle yes world. yeah and in by the time we get to this episode uh i think boober has like what's say that name again boober uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> boober has uh ventured out and um so I, I remember being really into that. In the end seasons, they just sort of let it all hang out. They let they, it all hang they out. They just go yeah. nutty. Um, I'm excited to watch it. I haven't... Yeah, it's one of the... I've Through this podcast, I've watched a lot of shows um, that are sort of nostalgic ones, mm-hmm. and some of them do not hold up. <laughs> so I'm interested to see, because yeah. all, obviously with the Henson stuff, the... Muppets always look incredible. So mm-hmm. that the visuals yeah. are always amazing and I'm interested to sort of see the storyline and everything. Yeah. Um do you have uh um any personal um remembrances of watching Fraggle Rock when you were a kid like any um Um I remember Red Fraggle my favorite is my favorite. Mm-hmm. But I liked them all, but Red I felt like she I I felt I was like her, mm-hmm. like sort of a spaz and bossy. And wanting to show off and be a performer. Um, and also, there was an episode... I mean, I, it was really hard for me to choose this episode. Like, I was like, could we just watch all of them? <laughs> There's the like 75 yes. of them. But um, there was an episode where one of them... I can't remember which one. Like, uh, he... All he wants is to be funny and to tell a joke. And that, that like, Aww. makes me feel nostalgic. And um, just, like, it was just... A, this, kind of creepy other world that i liked and i loved anything with muppets or live action i did not like a lot of animation growing up i like to think that i could actually be there in there with them yeah i think that's the cool thing is when they mix the i mean the fact that there's like a muppet dog with a real person and Mm -hmm. then like the big muppet weirdo those big guys aren't human like yeah it's definitely really cool um, I'm excited to watch it. We're going to watch the episodes called The River of Life. And this is before The Circle of Life. Yes. On uh, Lion King. This is bef- probably this before is... Billy Joel's The River, which I think might a be an d- album. Do- totally before The River. Uh, an album and a song. Right. Wait, is that... <laughs> wait, what's that? What's Which song is Oh, that? no. The River... Um, I'm the thinking so- of The River of Dreams. No, okay. The the River of Dreams, probably. And the song on, on that album, I think, that everyone knows is... In the Middle the, of the, the Night. night. Yeah. <laughs> that was a couple years later. So this, <laughs> this is, is groundbreaking. <laughs> this is a pioneer show. Um, I'm excited to watch it. Let's check it out. Without clean water, we are all going to die. Oh. <laughs> I've got to get Gobble. He's the only one who knows how to cope with outer space. Oh, he'll be able to sort this out. <sighs> Oh, finally! Listen, everybody, I've got horrible news! The silly creatures are on their rampage, and they've poisoned the gorge's water supply! Gobble, you've got to go up to outer space, right? We're too weak, Booba. You have to do it. Oh, no, this is a nightmare. Boober, please save us. Oh, I've never felt so helpless in my entire life. All right, we just finished watching Fraggle Rock, The River of Life. 
Yes. Very sad. Sad. Very scary. Yes. Fraggle Rock is creepy and sad. I can imagine watching that as a kid and being very upset by it. (laughs) Well. I mean, but I mean, they almost, they show the Fraggles dying. But that happened actually a lot on the show. There was like, there was war one time where there was these weird other Fraggles that had no hair were like keeping them captive and they were about to go to war. Wow. There was the, the holiday one is like, it got too cold or something and they all like froze to death and like, um, Goober had to like, Boober, sorry. Boober, Goober. please. Goober, Gobo. Gobo, Boober. Gobo had to like Gorbs. save them all with his faith. It's intense. I mean, it is like a morality play. It's, yeah. And I, I guess I didn't remember that, but it, it looks awesome. It's just very, yeah. like, it's not it's super, it's not super fun. It's, no. it, it's, it's, there are fun episodes. This was a more serious one, but yeah, I mean, there's fun elements. Like there are jokes at the beginning, but once <laughs> the, basically, so what happens is the, the special, uh, the, uh, silly creatures that mm-hmm. we said in the, um, synopsis are actually humans. I didn't realize mm-hmm. that. That's what the Fraggles call yes. silly creatures or humans. I didn't already, want to give it away. Already some pretty serious commentary there. Yep, yep. Um, Doc, who is the person who has the dog Sprocket, mm-hmm. is offered a hundred thousand dollars by some man to house uh, industrial waste in the limestone caverns below his house, which is where the Fraggles live. <laughs> yeah, and then. Those he lets them put some of the the special water in mm-hmm. that almost kills that the fraggles swim in. And yeah, they're all like dying and like their eyes are like rolling back in their heads. And, and then like- <laughs> and then those weird gorgs that live, I guess, on the other side. Yeah, I don't know where the gorgs are. We Why don't know where the gorgs can't are. See them? They're in the daylight, but they're not in relation to the humans. They don't know the silly creatures either. Like they know they exist, but yeah. they've n- never interact. And the gorgs uh, frolic in a creek, and they get. From the weird water, they get um, ankle rot. Ankle rot, which is to me, I Very can only serious. associate with when you see. This is sad, but when you see like those homeless guys who have the <laughs> no. really puffy legs and like yes, the, oh, no like, shoes on, oh, ugh, like they have ankle rot and they're just scratching their ankles yeah. and it's very, very disgusting. Really bad. Yeah, the gorgs are really gross. And also, how do the gorg? They're in sunlight. Yes. So how have humans not discovered them? Yeah, and they live on the. I mean, theoretically, they live on the same property, just on <laughs> yeah. a different side. I know um, it's it's sort of strange. I guess <clears throat> with Fraggles, it's obvious that they live in a different mm-hmm. part. They live in the underground. Underground but with the Gorgs. How do they? And gorgs make no sense. And they built a house, so there's yeah. obviously some construction. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's the one loophole. Teach, tell us that, Henson and company. No, jeez. Jesus Christ. Uh, you're not did, fool me. How did they get away with that bullshit? Um, but very intense. Very intense moments. Yeah, lots of really sentimental songs. Uh, there was one song where it was... Um, Boober. Boober is singing. I forget what the name of it was. But he is singing a very sad song. Yeah. And they show fade, fade, it fades to the Fraggles suffering and basically <laughs> dying. It's like, uh, what I thought of when I, which is probably of the same time, was like, um, I believe the children are our future. Mm-hmm. Sort of that, like, really, yeah. like, it, uh, what's it called? Like, touching the heartstrings of mm-hmm. children. You, like, you yeah. know that it's sad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This show is all about feelings and. <laughs> it's really you know what this show actually because this is around the same time 
um, that the Dark Crystal came right. out, mm-hmm. and it's very to me, and the look of it and everything is very, uh, you know, what a, I don't know how to describe it. That look of like late seventies, like custom vans that had like wizards on right. it and uh-huh. stuff like yeah, that hippie yeah. shit. Fantastical, very yeah, like, like um and like mushrooms, you know, and um like that whole look, like. Like a girl named Crystal does drawings like that, like on right. the side of the road, you know, yes. like that's, that's who I'm imagining, you know, this is the more like, um, hippie version of like Jim Henson. Well, Henson. it's interesting because there, there was actually, um, uh, Jim Henson, uh, at the museum of moving image. I, just, I went to it. You went yeah. to it too. It yeah. Amazing. I went to it and, and I watched a documentary about him around that same time. And it seems that as he got older, he definitely moved towards a more fantastical mm-hmm. and then more serious. Like, yes. after this, his next thing, I, they think they have it on Netflix too. I, I think it's just called something like Jim Henson Presents or, or Fairy Tales or something. Yeah. He had an, another show that's all about reimagining fairy tales, and it's not like fun. It's sort of dark <laughs> and scary. Sort of scary, and it's more about the like form of it than it being like mm-hmm. entertainment. I don't know. It's very like we. I watched one with um, Meryl, and it was like one of the people is like a human uh, hedgehog, and it's just very dark and sort of <laughs> disturbing. Like I yeah. think he got. As he got older, he got more into like storytelling and like morality plays and like the idea yeah. of what puppetry is and stuff. Yeah. It's very cool. I mean, it's cool in a way. It's not as sort of enjoyable as like the Muppets or like no, the Fraggles. There's not a lot of like wink, wink, adult. Like, there's not a lot of, um, I guess, sarcasm. Like, I feel like the Muppets had a lot of like jokes for adults yes. in it. Whereas, like, I think the Fraggle Rock was really about like it's weird i don't know what age because it's not sesame street you know it's no, not it's a little older than the themes yeah. are definitely and it's like doc gets offered a hundred thousand dollars so it's about like money versus like environment <laughs> and life yeah <laughs> so it's definitely like gotta be like i guess like 10 year olds or something. i mean even that yeah i mean that's kind of how old i was i was like between I guess when when this when did that episode come out? Eighty, probably eighty six or eighty seven. Yeah, I was like nine years old. Would you have if you were offered a hundred thousand dollars? Would you have put toxic waste in your? I mean, if if my dog was that animated and yes. really good at expressing himself, yes, <laughs> <laughs> I probably would have been like, okay, you're you're kind of a smart dog. I'll believe you. Um, but it's tempting. It's tempting. $100,000. Tem- even, so- even in today's terms, $100,000 is very tempting. That's very tempting. So what what do you think Doc's deal is? Because he, Doc, is an older white gentleman yeah. who... Disheveled Disheveled. He has a... Uh, he's very unkempt. His tie is undone. He sort of talks with a slur, like mm-hmm. almost like... Hate to say it, but like almost like post stroke or like. Um, <laughs> well, you said we we're watching it. Like, is he drunk? Like, yeah. and, and when you said that, I was like, oh, of course, he's an alcoholic. Yeah, like, and he has a yellow mug that it's like perfect for like an Irish coffee mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, um, or just r- straight rum. Just I don't straight, know. straight up rum. That's no how he rocks. This is the first time I noticed that. Um, whenever they would cut to the upstairs to the outer space area, right. 
uh, Doc's little like house. I don't even is this a shed? Who knows? It's, um, yeah, like a, a garage area. That I noticed seagulls. Yes. I didn't realize they were on the sea. Like, they were on the, the sea. The geography like, of this whole thing is very confusing. He's sort of like a drunk fisherman. Like, yeah, he should yeah. be living on But he's a always wearing a suit. <laughs> that's yeah, like, he's like undone. a former press guy. You know, like, he would wear <laughs> yes. the hat that says, like, press on it. Yeah. He's drunk, and he goes on, like, week-long benders, and then he comes back and, like, talks to his dog. Right. And he, like, believes that his dog has all these little friends in the... Which is cave. actually comes to fruition. Yeah. Um, the other interesting thing that I would not, I did not know, was the um, size difference between mm. mm-hmm. fraggles and gorgs, which are the they're weird... tiny. Fraggles are tiny. Fraggles are are very small, which means that dozers, doozers, do- doozers, doozers are microscopic. Doozers are like mites. They're dust mites, which I'm allergic to. <laughs> That's terrible. Yes. How do you function in this world? Um, well, as you can tell, I have a little. I have allergies. My, mm-hmm. I'm a little stuffed. I've this year has been very hard. Yes, I've been taking. I've been suffering, uh, and I I've, barely have allergies. I've been taking Allegra D, mm. but I've been off it for the last three days just as a test, and I think I'm doing all right. Yeah, but you seem okay. You know what it is? It's like whoever we're not taking care of the environment enough. No, so. this is all our fault. This yes. is the Fraggles warned us, and we're, we're it, they warned us in that show, and now it's our generation's job to heed. Yes, well, don't you think? I really think, like now that I'm thinking about it, environmental stuff was pushed very hard in my elementary school. Yeah, mine and too. I even have like, I always turn off the lights when I leave mm-hmm. a room. I always close the refrigerator. I remember like people yeah. coming to my elementary school and teaching those things. I yeah, I, that gives me a little bit of hope. But not that much. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure... they didn't teach us, like, to not drive a car. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Yes. Well, driving Miss Lazy. Ah, driving (laughs) Miss Lazy. Well, I I think the environmental thing... I remember... I don't know if you were old enough to remember this, but when the McDonald's, like, firestorm over the styrofoam um, burger, like... Right, wrappers. Yeah, those styrofoam things. They stopped... um, using those because there was such a backlash about the like the co2 that would be released i'm when I, you crush them it's weird but i am still when i go to places and there are styrofoam things i'm like offended in a way yeah. i'm like how how don't you know that this is bad like i was yeah. down south in mississippi and of course, like it was everywhere yeah. and i was like wow the this is crazy because up here it's rarely i mean you'll see it at like places yeah. but it's not it's definitely not uh i know but then it's just plastic. I mean, is that mu- that much better? It's I not mean, that much like, better. Like you know, it's it's sad when like you see so much waste in a city that's pretty with it in terms of like not wanting to waste, as opposed to like fat middle America or yes. you know whatever that um, is very waste. Well, I'm brushing with a very <laughs> broad stroke, but like uh, it's. Uh, yeah, global I was, warming. I was at a baseball game and my friend told me, I forget the exact, I always do this where I bring up a statistic and I don't remember, <laughs> I don't remember half of it, but it was like that every day, I think this is what it was, every day New York City has enough trash 
to fill up three Yankee stadiums. That's disgusting. Isn't that crazy? It's but so it disgusting. Sense. I mean, it's like I know think about when it. I think about how much trash I generate, it it bothers me. If I have like more than one bag to take, because the trash comes twice a week, right. at where I live. Uh huh. And if I have more than one bag of trash during that time between each pickup, I get upset with myself. But sometimes it's like eight bags because I've thrown away a bunch of shit. I actually read about this couple. I don't know if they live in Australia. I feel like they weren't American, they, they're, but they're English speaking. Um, so they're Australia, maybe London, you know, I mean, uh, there are three choices. <laughs> uh, Scotland. Uh, I'm just going to name off the places that speak English. Um, France. So a and lot you of people. can email me at it's that episode <laughs> at gmail.com if you have other countries where they speak English, please. <laughs> feel free. Um, this couple went an entire year with the, the mission. They planned for it. They, they did this thing. They documented it, everything. They generated over the course of one year one trash bag of trash. Wow. That took massive amounts of planning and thinking it through and they just didn't waste anything. You know, they, they like you know, they just didn't gener- generate I mean, obviously they didn't use paper towels, like they don't use any kind of plastic I bags. What the items were that they did throw out. Well, they must have shopped at all I know. Like I mean one bag of trash for a whole year. They must have shopped at like green markets where they just would throw everything into a um, their own bag. Well, I, I watched that documentary, um, No Impact Man, which I think, mm-hmm. have you heard about that? Similar oh, thing. Oh, yeah, like no environmental impact. Yes. Yeah. So it was like a guy who writes for some magazine, maybe it's Newsweek or something, and he, I think it was for a full year, him and his wife, and they, I think they had a little kid, um, and they made a documentary like wanted to make no impact over the course of the year. So same thing. They didn't want to make throw anything out like for the most Yeah, part. I should know that the one bag of trash couple uh they recycled, you right, know, like yes. they so it's not like they were just like drinking milk out of a cow's teat, you know what I'm right. saying? Which, like but they were. <laughs> but they probably did. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but they would buy things that they could they could recycle the packaging or whatever. But this with this one like like simple things like they had a kid and they couldn't use diapers. They were like, we're not going to use uh, throwaway diapers. So they used, uh, you know, f- uh, what's it called? Like cloth diapers, mm-hmm. which is like, hey, go for it. You're writing a book. You're going to sell a lot yeah. of stuff. But you're going to have to clean duty out of cloth. You know yeah, what I mean? You're gonna like have to the- some, well, the rich people... Uh, that do cloth diapers. Um, they most. This is the dirty secret about cloth diapers. Let's hear it. Even the, other than the fact that they're dirty, uh, they're not dirty. But um, is that most people who use cloth diapers that really are going for it um, have to say they're rich enough to pay people. It's a cloth diaper service. Uh. You put them in the bag, and then they get a new bag and dropped off. Uh, so they never have to wash them themselves, right? So then there's probably some people. I think I think others do it themselves. Some people scrape that duty, and but um, I actually there's a movement in uh, Brooklyn, and I mean I'm sure in other progressive towns in this nation. Um, my friends considered doing it, and they just decided it was too hard. Considered doing cloth diapers? Doing no, even more extreme. No diapers. Whoa. Because if you think about it, this is like their mentality. Okay, I'm just... Already my image is just baby shit everywhere. Uh, Yeah, it's it's very difficult to do in in a modern society. But most children on this earth... 
on this earth. Statistically speaking, on this this earth, earth, in this universe, you know, other parallel universes, we We don't know. We don't know. This isn't sliders. We can't can't go in through a wormhole. This is not Donnie Darko. I can't get in. We won't be able to figure it out. Um, This isn't Stargate SG-1. (laughs) (laughs) So um, most children on this earth, and, uh, you know, especially... uh, particularly in developing nations where there's no running water or bathroom system um, are taught or the diapers or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, don't, they don't use diapers and it's actually, this is the argument of a lot of people that do it. It's actually better than diapers because when you put your baby in a diaper, you are teaching your child to shit their pants. And that's right. why potty training is so difficult because you have to untrain them Here's right. how you do it. Apparently, in other nations, you know, um, with when where they don't use diapers, you become so in tune with your baby that you can tell by the way that they look or they're acting that they have to pee or shit, and you hold them over the toilet. Wow, I'm impressed. I mean, it's it's just... and the baby the baby becomes in tune with it, and the baby knows. Okay, I'm over the toilet. It's time to go. I will, and it's actually supposed to be like way better it's, it's supposed to be a beautiful experience right <laughs> however it sounds like a goddamn nightmare like how do you go on the say, subway like how do you go anywhere like you I, have yeah, to be you rich you, you have to be rich you have you can't go anywhere like i have a couple of friends who had, just had babies and i mean they say that at the beginning they just go all the time like yeah. all, all the, the time. time all the time and of course, when they're first babies, like there's no telling when they're it's going to happen. No. So if you're not putting a diaper on it, then that also means you're not putting clothes on it. I mean, like I know because if if you don't put anything, like if you just put it in a jumper, it's just going to shit all over. I know. That, which I know. It's a nightmare in itself. That's it's, like because then you're going to. I don't know how you do it. I don't. <laughs> apparently, there's a way of doing it. I don't know. And this is something that my front my this isn't like a friend of a friend thing. This is my direct friend told me she went to a meeting of a group of parents that do it to learn about it and then decided it's too hard. And I think that's a huge thing about environmentalism in general to be super green and to be very um, like do all the right things. You have to be rich in our society. It's so expensive to live like yes, that yeah. because the truly uh, easy way to live in our country is bad for the environment, but it's the cheapest way. Right. Yes. Well, that's true. I, and I think it's that the that's way the we're thing. set up. It's so and it's so inconvenient to do all that stuff. Like with that no impact man, they were just like by the end, they're like, this is so inconvenient to. I mean, they learned yeah. a lot, like about composting and all that mm-hmm. stuff. I have but a compost. like, if you're the yeah, if you're you don't have a lot of money, you're going to be eating at fast food places that treat their animals like shit and spend. Right. Although, if everything was changed, then everything would be you know like if everything was organic, then. Fast food, fast food, quote unquote, quote, fast food would be organic, right? In this, in this world, in but, this world, in this world, in this Let's world. Just but actually, always clarify. I saw a thing that uh, Burger King is actually now doing because uh, some of expose or something. They're not doing caged uh, chickens anymore. Wow! And they're going more healthy route with the pigs like treating them in yeah. better ways so there's it's good. this big it's a step so it's a step and there's some... let me see the cage-free hey, chicken let me first. see first of all here this is to you burger king Shh, let sarah and me go and check out the caged chickens yep. or the non quote-unquote you know you... let's get us in there and then we'll be the judges yeah that's how that's what we're saying uh 
another thing recently is that all the most of the fast food re- uh, chains are now coming out and saying they are not going to use the pink slime. What's anymore. the pink slime? Oh my god! Oh, if wait. you look it up, you will die. Oh my god! What is it? It's oh no! Oh no! <laughs> I don't know if I want to open this pink slime. It's really if unless you're eating no, the fast food uh, chains have all said they're not using it. I think maybe briefly, like you know, maybe like um, Jack in the Box was using, you know, like it it was came onto the market and it immediately was like smashed down by most like Walmart burgers. Like if Wait, you buy the generic, okay, in- pink slime is there's you can see video and pictures of it. It looks like soft serve strawberry ice cream, but what it is is like chemically treated parts of like cows. And it is so disgusting looking, and they've been using it in... Oh, as like filler in the meat. In the meat, yes. yes. I think I have some... Yeah, and oh. it's so nasty. And it's... Now they've said, you know, I mean, it's basically being removed from the food chain, like from from the human food chain. I think um, like maybe some animals are fed with it, but... God, um, I hope there's a video out there of just Like it's in, used in dog food and stuff like, like that. Just like a pink slime burger of just eating that. <laughs> just the pink... Oh. oh my God. It's so nasty, the things that the like fast food industry and like mass food production has like created these crazy uh things like like ways to sort of tiptoe around it being food <laughs> it's yeah like, or like calling it something else on the package and then like when you find out what it is it's horrifying like artificial raspberry flavoring oh here we go guys guys just want to prepare you it is from the anal gland oh, yes. of a beaver. There you, oh, yeah. There we are. <laughs> of a beaver. Of all the animals, <laughs> it had to be the beaver. Oh. So if you're drinking any, like, crystal light raspberry flavor, you Wait, might want what about... Oh, my God. I've been drinking a lot of raspberry-flavored seltzer. Is that... In, beaver, uh, look, that, is that there's... Uh, okay, so look up raspberry flavoring and say like anal gland beaver you'll find it there's a name of a chemical that's used if can i let's i've been (laughs) in in the last three weeks this is not a joke in the last three weeks i've drank more raspberry flavored seltzer than i have in my entire life sorry this is just you gotta look at the bottle of the kind you've been drinking and see what it might be natural. It's well, it says natural so, flavoring on it, but I also learned yeah, through but uh, beavers are natural. Yeah, so. that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> and I learned through when I read uh, Fast Food Nation a couple years mm-hmm. ago that natural flavoring doesn't mean that it's like <laughs> no. nothing, it doesn't mean anything. It's so terrifying. <laughs> yeah, everything's natural in some way. Like when they say um, Splenda is made from real sugar, like the domi- they mean the anuses of <laughs> beavers. <it's> <laughs> They, the uh, um, Sweet and like Equal and all those like um, uh, companies sued Splenda because Splenda was at first, was Splenda the one that says it's made from real sugar? Right, I think yeah. so, yeah. Um, they came out, their big campaign was it's made from real sugar. So it's not like this fake sweetener that hurts you. Well, the other sweetener companies came out and said, that is bullshit because we know that you're doing the same thing we're doing, which is chemically treating sugar to make it, you know, non, to make it have no calories. And um, we're doing, you know, it's, it's like maybe you started with a sugar crystal, 
But does that mean it's still right. natural by the time you send it through like bleach and all this other stuff? And um, and I think they actually lost. They had to change. Splenda kind of had to change its uh, advertising a little bit. Anyway, I don't want to oh, get everybody down, God. but like you know. But that. But you know what? Yeah. It's Fraggle Rock. I mean, Frag. It all Frag- comes back to Fraggle <laughs> Rock. I mean, like this conversation <laughs> yeah. is all coming out of how. Serious Fraggle Rock is. I like know it, it's it's making us touch upon. When all I was these looking things. up today, which episode to watch? Every episode I came across, the description was like Jesus, like war. There's one where Red and um, one of the other Fraggles get stuck in like um, some kind of rock slide, and they're running out of oxygen, and That's they're going terrifying. to die. Yes, yeah. terrible. And and then um, there's the one where I said mentioned earlier where they're all like freezing to death. There's actual frozen dead fraggles in that that I remember oh. seeing, and like they have to save them. There and there's doozers dying. There's like um, there's a lot of disease. There's a lot like, of ankle rot. <laughs> ankle, rot. ankle rot. <laughs> um, it is a very depressing well it's show. funny because most children's shows when they have an episode like that like most children's shows have moral things but there'll be like special episodes where it's mm-hmm. specifically about like drugs or the environment i guess something like captain planet was always about the environment but this every episode is like <laughs> yeah. like there what's i would on. say i would say half of them have some kind of environmental circle of life respecting others especially because there's so many, there's species involved right. in this. There, well, there's like a chain. Four, there are four different species, at least. Yeah, and they all rely on each other. That is one of the main messages of the show, is that, right. you know, you may not like the Gorgs. They might be scary, but they're part of a system right. that, you know. Well, even the Gor- in this episode, the Gorgs have the ankle rot, and they say to Boober, they say, you have to help us. You have yeah. to save us. They say... You have to go and do because Boober's scared. He wants to hide yeah. under a rock. He says it. Boober is the scared one on the show, and he's he's also the stoner, as you pointed yeah, out. Yeah, well, he does have the cap that goes yeah. over his eyes and like the hair that puffs out of it that yeah. looks like sort of the saxophone guy from the Muppets band. Yes, he does you know? kind of look like that guy, the Where David would, Crosby guy. Yeah, which yeah. is definitely like that band is the like acid freaks of the yep. Muppet world. The acid freaks. Um, they are. Yes. Yeah, they're all Janice like. Janice with her like blonde stringy hair. The blue saxophone guy. They're <laughs> yeah. all like really. You're like, hey man, chill out. They're all really creepy. Groovy. Um, so did you, you knew from the beginning that humans were the silly creatures yes because silly creatures are when uncle what's his name goes out and sends a postcard uncle fester uncle fester no it's not uncle fester (laughs) you almost got me gobo gobo i i don't know yeah uh no ankle rot uncle no (laughs) shit it's um it's not gobo no gobo's the the guy the there's boober the stoner guy Gobo's the like main fraggle, right? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, it's his uncle, right? Who wears the with the white hair, the older guy. Yes, the yes. white white hair guy who goes and explores outer space, and those are actually I actually. Uh, and by outer space, you mean the human world? Yes, That's what human they call world. It. And he calls them silly creatures, and I'm regretting. Um, that this episode I didn't realize it didn't doesn't have one of his pieces in it because it will have a postcard and it'll go, "Dear Gobo." And it's footage of the uncle out in the human world. 
and he'll go the silly creatures have um and he'll like explain human things from uh, this right. really childlike point of view which is really funny so it's like commentary on yeah humans. He'll go, the humans when the rain when the sky cries uh the humans will open up these pointy pointy you know he's like explaining right. an umbrella when it rains but his way of explaining it is hilarious and very simple and um, I messed up. I messed up by not picking an episode with him in it. And I'm sorry. And I'm fucking pissed. And, <laughs> no, and all in- your fans are mad now. And you're not going to get invited back. Um, um, it's all right. Um, one of the things I do on the podcast mm-hmm. is um, we try to come up with a drinking game for, <laughs> for, uh, Fraggle, Rock. for Fraggle Rock. So what would be the drinking oh. game for Fraggle Rock? Um, every time your heartstrings are pulled, yes. you have to take a drink. Or... Um, I'd say maybe every time you cr- like you're aware of your, our mortality. Like, <laughs> yes, every time you're aware of your mortality, you have to drink. <laughs> it's totally true. And what do you? What would you drink in this? Um, maybe for this episode, it might be acid water, like industrial waste. Yeah. Or what would be the alcoholic thing? Um. Oh, like what kind of drink would you drink? Um. I don't know. I don't do a lot of mixed drinks. I'm a beer girl. So it'd be it would be a um, all all alcohol is poison. Maybe though, a red man. beer. Killian's red. <laughs> yeah, red. red Fraggle for Red Fraggle. That's right. We solved it. Um, yeah, I, I think it would. F- yeah, this show is. It looks great. It's Henson at his. The set is amazing. The stu- the it's, stuff is incredible. It's just very. It's very. Um, it's cool to watch. I mean, and the music is great. The opening song is great. Yeah. All they look yeah. really cool. I just didn't expect to really question. Like <laughs> now, I'm like the next thing I eat. I'm like, should I be eating this? This is yeah. How, this can good. I? Can you prove to me that by making this purchase, I'm not killing anything? Yeah, I wonder. I mean, I guess children's shows right now they're probably more. I don't I haven't watched one in a long time, but uh, they must be have ones that are just like this like talking about well, people were complaining about the the new muppet movie for having an anti-oil message right because the, the right but it was so silly oh, i, I like, mean it was on. like it was it was so i saw the movie expecting to be like ah. Uh, what but did it, you think of the movie as a henson fan um i loved it mm-hmm. because there was a lot in there for henson fans like it was the character of um what's his name the new muppet the new one that's like half human half and uh, he and he loves um the muppets the He's muppets a fan so much like i related to him you mm-hmm. know and like um it was really super sweet and like over the top with that but i didn't mind it here are my two things about the movie <laughs> one was um what's his name uh jason siegel <laughs> And that Muppet guy are brothers. They're mm-hmm. actual brothers. Never explained. Never explained. Never explained. Like they don't that, need to. <laughs> I guess they don't need to. And then the other thing that sort of bugged me about it was that the human world was very stylized. Like I didn't it like. Was. I didn't like that at the first scene of the movie. There was a musical in just the human world. That confused that, me. It sort of. You're right. Was, that, that was a little that, bit annoying. That yeah. was my complaint. Was like. Aren't in most Muppet movies the the, the humans world, are normal? Humans are normal. They're always like they they might make a sarcastic comment about the Muppets, but for the most part, they're like they don't act like Muppets. They don't act like Muppets. No. They don't 
I feel like they don't. And it break- was really only in the beginning that it was yes. like that. Because after that, I think like Rashida Jones's character was very played it straight. Yes, and played it like. But, but oh. it was weird that like Jason Siegel and who was the uh, Amy Adams? Yeah, were like dressed in sort of like fifties like, clothing, yeah. and to me, it's like just no need for that. Like you just go. Yeah, real. you know what? I I agree because like Muppets take um, Manhattan. The human interaction in that movie was amazing. Yes, like yeah, because it's all New and Yorkers and yeah. it's gritty and like they're like gross, you it know, like it's perfect. New York. Yeah, it's yeah. great. That yeah, you're right. I actually now looking back, I'm like that was annoying. That's once they got past that though, I was fine with. Yeah, it. Yeah, I thought it was fun, but that thing really, it really stuck in my craw. <laughs> <laughs> there was a little bit too much in the beginning too of like wink, wink to the camera. Yeah. Um. But I would also I like was a sucker for it because I was like yes. And the other um, weird thing I think I talked about somebody to this to somebody else uh, once, but and maybe I read something about it. But the scene where they were like, "Let's get everybody on board with something," and it seemed like they were going to go to a million celebrities, and oh, then yeah. they just went just to like Jack, Jack Black. Black. Yeah. And I feel like. Maybe it was a casting was, problem. They couldn't. They like, ran out of money to cast all these different celebrities. I might be mistaken, but I heard that a lot of that stuff is on the deleted scenes. But the way they made it seem was like, "Come on, guys!" And then it was like, "Here's Jack Black." You know? Yeah, that was weird. That was weird too. I feel like that must have been that must have been something that like was sacrificed in edit. Yeah, or, or in the like budgetary production. But part to of me, the that felt like a very Muppet thing. Like we're gonna go get mm-hmm. everybody. You and know? then you'd have, I was, yeah, I was expecting like a big rejection like Steve montage. Martin, yeah, you know, no, like everybody. No, yeah. no, that's all they would have to do. Get is a bunch of famous people going no. Yeah, exactly. It would have been. But honestly, here's here's maybe why. Would you, as a celebrity, ever want to be on film saying no to the Muppets? Um, <laughs> I mean, it's like turning you into the right, devil. Right, yeah, then like all these kids are going to hate you for the rest yeah. of your life. It's really bad for your image. No PR person would right, be like, exactly. uh, no, you can't do this. No, I loved Kristen Schaal in it. Uh, she was in the anger management group that Jack oh, Black right. was in. Yes, that was She funny. was great in it. There were so many funny, surprising people in it in moments where I was like, yes. Yeah, there. I can't remember. There was the kid from Modern Family, and there oh was, yeah, yeah. They had some celebs, but I just wanted. You wanted more. You. I just wanted greedy. more. Well, I'm a celebrity lover. <laughs> I want these. You cele- just want more and more celebs in every movie. You know what I didn't like about that movie? Not enough celebs. <laughs> you know what? I, when I go into a movie, I want at least fifteen to twenty celebs. I don't get it. I don't like it. That's my review. <laughs> God, that's a great character. Actually, <laughs> to do like a little. Why that's not like a they... weekend update character? Yeah. Like not enough celebs. Not enough celebrities. I saw this independent movie. Not enough celebrities. <laughs> Went to the Starbucks this afternoon. Didn't like it. Not, not enough, enough celebrities. <laughs> well, uh, SNL, get ready for my tape because that's going to be the only thing on it. It's going to be eight minutes long. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like the old legend when. Um, Jimmy Fallon did the Adam Sandler impression mm. in his audition. That's kind of what sealed the deal for him. Wow. That your celeb character, your celeb movie reviewer. You know what? I'm not even going to audition. I'm just going to send in this audio tape with you saying it should be an yeah. SNL character. Actually, just send this podcast. Just full in. episode. And I'll say, you'll know what part we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll be like, is part. it the part where they're talking about the pink slime? Is Lauren it- Michaels will make it this far into the podcast. I All promise. Right. Lauren, <laughs> if you're listening, uh, 
whatever you want to pay, I'm fine. I just all I ask is, come on, bring the celebrities. <laughs> Why only one celebrity host? I want Why fifteen to one? twenty celebrity hosts. <laughs> fifteen to twenty. Oh, oh god. Um, all right, Sarah. Well, thanks for coming. Do you have anything um, you want to mm. plug? Well, I am. Uh, as of now, I'm I'm promoting a tour. Um, it's called the Itty Bitty Teeny Tiny Sarah Schaefer Stand Up Tour, which is a great name. And I have a Kickstarter for it, um, and a small Kickstarter just to support the travel portion because I I'm not well known enough yet to sell out big rooms, so I'm performing in little um, rooms all over the Pacific Northwest and the Southeast. Awesome. So if you're listening, if you're from one of those places, or if you're not, kick a little money. <laughs> yeah. You can buy a ticket to a show through the Kickstarter. That so. sounds pretty awesome to me. Um, or if you enjoyed this free pot, or does this a paid subscription? It's $20 podcast? an episode. <laughs> 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 it's uh, free. Yeah. Uh, you know, the throw a dollar my way. Just do it. Or Craig's way. Uh, just send me a dollar in the mail. You'll just, he'll know. You'll know. <laughs> They'll know. <laughs> just write. Just write my name on a dollar bill and put it in the mailbox. It'll get to me. <laughs> That's fine. That's um, how it works. Um, yeah. So check out oh. that Kickstarter. Check out Sarah's podcast. Yeah, you had to be there, which is very funny. Thanks. And very fun. Thank you so much for coming and reliving Thank you. This Fraggle is great. Rock with me. Yes, I appreciate Excellent. it. Okay. Bye. Bye. A big thank you to Sarah Schaefer for stopping by and watching Fraggle Rock with me. That was probably the most environmentally uh, aware conversations I've had on It's That Episode, and it felt good. Because honestly, if we don't have our, our environment, what else do we have? You know, I mean, you know, uh, you know, we're not going to colonize the, the moon anytime soon. I mean, we might, but even if we started today... It's going to take years and years and years. So our planet is all we have, people. For more information on the environment, uh, go to www.google.com, and you can put in your keyword search, uh, either environment or, uh, um, you know, just be creative. You you, uh, you know, put in how, how do I help Earth? How do I help the planet Earth? Or, uh, or Google... Um, uh, you know, there's some Google Arnold Schwarzenegger pictures. If you want to see some pictures of uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know how Google works. There's plenty of stuff you can check out. Um, thanks so much for listening. Uh, thanks for uh, being part of the show by being an active listener. Uh, I love you with all of my heart. I'm going to get serious. I love you. Uh, Thank you for listening. I'll be back on Friday to let you know what's coming up next week on It's That Episode. Have a great night. And an early manana. Adios, amigos. (laughs) 